What's happening, weirdos? Val and I uh, recorded this episode earlier today, and we were talking afterwards. This isn't part of the episode, but we were talking afterwards, and we were like, God, so many times when we realize we only have this one hour to do the podcast this whole week, and we were, so we sort of feel like we have to do it, um, when we do, it, it's like it happens every single time. We love it. We connect, we go in maybe feeling like obligated or pinched or whatever it may be. And by the 10 minutes in, five minutes in, we're loving it. But by the end, we feel like we, like our souls took a shower or something. Like it was exactly what we needed. I've said it before, this podcast, uh, doing the Friday editions here with Val, the We Made It Weirds, you know, there, there have been times where I'm like, oh, is this, is this like a, a burden? Did I put us into something where it's like, oh, now we have to do it. It's been such a gift. <laughs> it's almost like I tell people in relationships, like do a podcast. It's like a great little uh, date that you feel this um, commitment to doing. And I'm so glad you guys are here to listen to this one. It's wonderful. And it really goes somewhere. The whole episode has sort of like an arc and we're kind of telling a story, and it concludes in like an emotional and beautiful way. So if you need encouragement, I encourage you to listen to the whole episode because it really goes somewhere and goes somewhere beautiful. Uh, Thank you to everybody that came out to Chicago. I mentioned that on Wednesday, but it meant so much. Those shows were sold out, and they were incredible. If you'd like to see me do stand-up live, I'm very proud of this new hour. Very, very excited about it. San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Washington, D.C. And it looks like we're going to be adding um, Vancouver as well. So go to PeteHolmes.com for tickets to those and hope to see you out there. If you like the show, let's listen to some Pete's picks, two minutes, and then we'll be in the chat with me and Val. Uh, Pete's picks, play them here. The best way to support the show is to try one of our beloved sponsors like our friends at Mint mobile this holiday season the best deal in wireless can only be found at mint mobile right now when you switch to mint mobile and buy a three-month plan you'll get another three months for free as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only mint mobile lets you order and activate from home with eSIM while saving tons on phone plans starting at just $15 a month. The first time I read this, I was like, that's a typo. It's $15 a month. You could be saving so much money and the holiday season is a wonderful time to maybe gift a Mint Mobile thing. The three months, three months free holiday deal is an incredible time to seize the opportunity. Mint Mobile's best offer of the year is here for a limited time. Buy any three month plan and get three months free by going online only with eSIM and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes those significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data, data or data, delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily and effortlessly with eSIM. Or if you need a new device for a limited plan, get six months of free service when you buy a select device and plan. Just so switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. Again, guys, for a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three months free by going to Mint 
mintmobile.com slash weird. That's mintmobile.com slash weird. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash weird and show your support of the show. The other Pete's pick to mention here up top, no surprise that I'm wearing it. For those of you watching this on video, this is my Apollo Neuro. You guys know I am nuts about Apollo Neuro. It's the gift we give most frequently to kids, to grown-ups. Uh, I absolutely love it. It is a game changer. What is it? It is a piece of wearable tech that helps your body recover from stress. It can help you relax, sleep, focus, and be more productive. It's like a wearable hug for the nervous system using touch therapy to help you feel safe and in control. I wear mine on the wrist. Val wears hers on her ankle. Uh, I like wearing it. I like telling people about it because it helps so many of my friends. Apollo Neuro delivers gentle, soothing, I would say even almost sub-perceptual vibrations. You don't notice that it's doing it other than how you feel that train your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress. So for example, when I was just in Chicago on the plane, the whole time I just have it rocking on relax and unwind. There's so much stress on your body, the pressurized cabin, the up and the down and the, and the length of the flight, having it on relax and, and uh, unwind the whole ride helps me exactly relax and unwind. But it's just this little electronic reminder to your body, like relax, 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 and helps you ease into your situation. So it sends those vibrations that can help you with energy and wake up. You'll feel that one. That one is not sub-perceptual. It's like uh, espresso, but on your wrist. Social and open is a wonderful setting. It's usually what I have it on when I'm recording podcasts like these. Clear and focused has been shown to help combat some of the symptoms of ADD, ADHD. Rebuild and recover, incredible after a workout or perhaps a, a trying phone call with your parents. Meditation and mindfulness, I always say if it only helped you meditate as deeply as it helps me meditate, I would, I would be shouting it from the rooftops. But that's just one of the settings. But meditation and mindfulness, you don't even have to be meditating to put it on that. Sometimes I'll just put it on that when I'm walking around the park and I want to drop into my body a little bit more easily. Relax and unwind, as I mentioned, and sleep and renew. I sleep with it on. The only time I charge it is when I'm in the shower. That's all it really needs. And when I wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes for Leela or to go to the bathroom to get back in bed, push these two buttons, it reruns the program and lulls me back to sleep. Just as a sleep kit, as a sleep tool, I guess I mean, Apollo is, is absolutely worth it, but it does all of those things. Actually training your nervous system to cope with stress better over time. The more you use it, the better it works. And I always like to point out, this is not sold in crystal shops. This is hard science. It was developed by a neuroscientist and board certified psychiatrist who have been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans for nearly 15 years. And Apollo's effects on sleep, stress, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real-world studies. So this is not woo-woo. This is, this is the real deal, and I absolutely love it. You can get 10% off and show your support of the show by going to apolloneuro.com slash weird. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O dot com slash weird for 10% off and to show your support of the show. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoy We Made It Weird, number 113. Wow, 113. Get into it. Check it, check, 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 check it, check it, check, 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 check it, check it, check, 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 check it, check it, check, 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 check,
but they're teasing us with it. For those of you watching, white lotus. White. Can we just can we talk about white lotus? <laughs> and we're going to Washington D.C. to visit the White House <laughs> with the white president. <laughs> Is Biden white? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what it means. The uh, if you're watching White Lotus, they're they're just to jump right in, mm-hmm. just to jump just right to in, go right as in, as if you skipped 32 minutes into the pod. Here we are, you where you wait for, <laughs> where where you wait for, where you wait for. We'll be right back. <laughs> where you wait for. <laughs> Your white you know, president. it really was a mistake to give you headphones so you could hear what that's. Yeah, like. I have my headphones. That's like <clears> my <throat> brother. There's a home video. Let me of just turn you down real quick because <laughs> that was. We were just laughing about when someone's a little too loud. Go on though. Go on. Go on. My brother. There's Still. a video. Okay. No, no, no. Just for I'm me. Just for me. Just for me. Um. When my brother was like four, probably Leela's age, we have a home video of him going around like there's a, it's like a little preschool concert and they, you know, they have the mic stands up like throughout the little choir you know what I mean? To like, they're micing the whole choir. They're micing the whole choir. Yeah, yeah, every, okay. Every, no, no, no. I, I'm not <laughs> right. saying. Nope. That's the more efficient way to say that. <laughs> I'm just, okay. Fine. They're micing the whole choir, but by placing a mic stand every four or five feet. Yes. Yeah. And so they're like, it's before the choir has started and they're getting, they're like getting all set up and Derek's going to each microphone and going, Pastor Pete, <laughs> Pastor Pete. Wow. Because he liked the P sounds in the microphone and he, he was, was prophesying prophes- prophesying pastor, pastor pete, pete. <laughs> me yeah prophesying pastor pete mm-hmm. <laughs> prophesying <laughs> did i tell you i didn't that i watched somehow my youtube i mean it knows me it knows me <laughs> no one knows me like my youtube knows me okay <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm is more like a relationship <laughs> <laughs> and it suggested to me, it had like 15 million views. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, what is this? I'm like, just, just based on the num alone, what is this? <laughs> and it was a video of Michael Jackson beatboxing. It was a compilation of Michael oh, Jackson beatboxing. Oh, you did. Tell me beatboxing. this, but tell me again. Not on the pod, though, I don't think. No. no for sure not. No. And it, he is an incredible beatboxer. He'd be like, but he'd do it with the drums, like, I can't do it. Would he do the beep? And then he'd go, and then the melody came to me. But it's Michael Jackson, and you're like, I didn't know he came up with the music. Scandal noted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm actually, look, I'm front of the line to scandal note. <laughs> but you hear a lot of MJ still. Mm-hmm. Any who's a woozle. He, um, <clears throat> he wrote the music, and somebody even was like, where did that come from? And he went, heaven. Oh, my <laughs> which, God. Which is, he said above, I think, actually. He's like, I don't know, above. But what makes this worth mentioning is that <laughs> the videos of him beatboxing, where did they get them? They're when he's being deposed for like sex scandals. So it's that like stationary. So the stuff of nightmares is depositions. It's like when someone just sets up 
it's the worst day of your life if you're being deposed, usually. Yeah. Because you're being called upon. Let's take Michael Jackson out of it. But like, it's like, uh, what was that woman? Your hands are so cold. I, I just These frigid death I'm hands cool on my thigh right now. <laughs> Ooh, thigh. I'd consider this mid knee, but okay. That is above my knee. All right. Where your skirt should be. <laughs> Wait, below the knee. Yeah. Wait. Um, what was that uh, clothing thing that was a scandal uh, that Beth still likes? Oh, Lularoe. Lularoe. So Lularoe, she still likes. She it, loves she it. She used to like. It. My sister-in-law Beth loves Lularoe, <laughs> and but it has uh, depositions. And whenever it's a deposition, it's just you having to like f- be filmed lying. Yeah, like you kind of have to lie. Like, <laughs> yeah. and you had it says here that you had a meeting with Dan. Mm. If Dan says so, like you, it's like yeah. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the most non-committal. I don't know. Yeah. And it always comes down to like, well, I guess Dan has a better memory than me. I don't recall that. Right. Like it's just a waste of time. Yeah. So depositions are a nightmare, part mm-hmm. one. And and they feel familiar to me. I've never been deposed, but the idea of just like a, a camcorder on a tripod pointed at just you mm. while an unfaced, an unfaced, mm-hmm. a faceless deposer goes like, and Valerie, it's like, do you ever wipe your butt one more time than you need to? Because you like the way it feels. I can't. I can't say that I recall. I usually wipe my butt just uh, until the. I don't know why it had to be this. All right, it'll be me. I usually stop. I don't get anal. Tittle. Uh, I don't get pleasure from that. No, I, I wipe whatever's normal. So whatever's normal. Yeah, whatever's normal. Like it's it's like court, but yeah. worse. Yeah. No, I'm with you, and because it, it's more intimate, even and... especially with the butt line of questions. But how did? How did the, it get? Like, what was the context that's, for him to okay. start doing? Thanks that? for bringing it back because that is the that's the meat on the plate. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to the potatoes. I'm going to the broccoli rub. I should be sticking with the Michael Jackson meat, <laughs> which is he's being deposed for sex crimes. I believe yeah. that was the only thing that he was deposed over and it's multiple depositions couple notes about michael jackson being deposed one he's in full michael jackson he's wearing silver like reflective aviator glasses oh my god he's wearing the hat he has the one runaway cowlick like Uh, down the face kind of hasidic yeah like you Uh mj you hasidic (laughs) and he's wearing like one of those like i know it's janet jackson but kind of like a rhythm nation like general Oh, it looks yeah, like a general yeah, that also yeah. like cracks a whip and makes a lion jump through a hoop. Like it's uh-huh. both circus and military. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, God, your hand is so cold. I thought you were. You need that's to go one to of the my doctor. least favorite things. I know I'm dying. I was laughing, <clears throat> and then you touched me with your frigid hand. You knew what I was going to say. Yeah, we, we are merging when into you, one. When, when you, you think, think someone's going like, "Oh my God, that was so good," but it was really, "Oh my God, your hands are so cold." <laughs> yeah, but the, it was like I was I still laughing. Yeah, no, it was both. It can yeah. be both. It is both. It can be two days. You can be both funny and alarmingly cold cold i did like, plunge today it's this circulation issue i that actually okay so to finish the mj thing mm-hmm. they're being like i don't know why but there's some reason they're asking about his process mm-hmm. and he would be like well you know like a beat would come to me boom, 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 boom. but for yeah. some reason that and there's a guy who by the way god bless this government worker mm. Who and I'm I'm gonna step outside of any of the scandal. I'm just saying 
the most talented musician of all time. Like, sure. I, arguably. Mm-hmm. And he's so good that no one in this court-like setting wants to say, Mr. Jackson, please stop. Because uh-huh. just Michael Jackson, <laughs> just recreating Billie Jean will make you be like... <laughs> like, you want it. You love it. Yeah. And, and uh, there's this one government worker going, please stop, stop. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my God. And this man, if he's not the secretary of state, I don't know what the government is. If he's not the treasurer of the treasury, yeah. like he should be the most highest. Right? Like to have that commitment to your bureaucratic khaki colored file, color coded clipboard, bad tie, coffee breath, stale fart job. <laughs> that was quite a list. To tell the most entertaining motherfucker in the world. Yeah. Let's get back to the to the line of questioning. I, I'd like, like to imagine <laughs> that that guy is just so. I'm kind of doing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that guy is just so like norm core that he's just like, I don't care for the music. I don't care for music in general. <laughs> Fucking yes, <laughs> and that's why they chose him, and that's to why depose. he has that job. <laughs> yeah. I can see his brown and red tie. Oh, yeah. Mostly brown mm-hmm. and a few streaks of very plain red. <laughs> um, this is what I was going to like. So I, I took a coldie, an icy. Mm-hmm. I took an icy plunge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. oh, that's so loud. <laughs> we also didn't put up Leela's cushions, <laughs> which is our little makeshift soundstage. I think it sounds good. I'm listening to it. Okay. There's a little tinny. Ta-dang, 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 but not a lot. Yeah. Well, you just coughed in the mic, so clearly we don't care about this in general. I can hear in, in McCann's, I coughed away from the mic. These are unidirectional blue microphones. Mm. So if I'm over here, it's not really getting it very much, and then I come over here and I'm more fine. Oh, wow. All right. What I want to say is the phenomenon that I would like to discuss with you, my love, genius, brilliant, <laughs> emotional... Wonderhausen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, please, will you please give us all some Valerie on the following, following <laughs> Wonderhausen <laughs> on the following Wonderhausen yesterday and today, both circumstantially, meaning when you look at the events of the day, yesterday and today, mm-hmm. the day should be 10 out of 10. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> most of yesterday was 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I booked a part in a show, got some good news, this, this, that, blah, 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 <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> and like for some reason... Even like meeting all of your needs and even having like good things coming through, you can still reach a point of emotional exhaustion, question mark. Yeah. Where you're just like, you, and we always talk about this, like it's our, it's a feelings, it's a feelings podcast, but like Mm -hmm. you're getting upset or something Mm. and then you're like, it's almost like sad Mm -hmm. or makes you even more angry that everything is going well. Mm-hmm. And the feeling is, and I'm still 
mad or yeah. I'm still upset. A better example might even be today is that like I just had pretty much a day off. But like anytime something came through, I was just like, will you leave me alone? Like just like that was the feeling. Yeah. Why? What's going on? Yeah. I, you know, I'm currently living this. So. Yeah, we both are. Yeah. It's like a weird thing. Almost like an argument for astrology or something that we're yeah. just like, what is happening? Well, I can't control how I feel. Dot net. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, Dot com was taken. Yeah, there's so much about this, and I'm like, why I said I'm currently living this is because I, I'm working this out in real time. I'm remembering because today I I've definitely had one of those days where I started to say to you like. I have days where I have things to get done and I'm getting them done and it feels good. good. And then I have days where I'm, I have things to get done. And even though I'm getting things done, all I'm thinking about is the other things that also need to be done. And it seems like never ending. The feeling of it is like you go to put something away. Like I go to put Leela's slippers away and then I look you know, like from a messy living room. So it's one item and I go upstairs and I put them away. And then I look and see that Brody has vomited on the carpet. Again? And that, yep. Today? In her, in her room. I don't know when it was. And then... And I know that barf stain. I know. He won't stop barfing. He won't stop barfing. And so then her, her and her room's a mess. So I'm like, okay, great. So to clean her... I have to finish cleaning the room I started to clean. And now I have to clean her room and I have to clean up this barf stain and I have to figure out why my dog keeps barfing. And like, so all I did was one action and it created three more actions and it's just felt like that all day. Yep. But so that's like the surface level of what's going on. The like frustration of that. But really, if you go, if I sit with it a little bit longer, I can be like, what's really going on here? I'm feeling so rigid about getting my stuff done and specifically getting the house clean. Okay. So what I know about myself is that I feel, I get rigid about that when there is anxiety in my body or something I'm, and, or something I'm trying to avoid feeling. So, Hmm. so either it's like, there's something I'm trying to avoid real quick facts. (laughs) There's there's something that I'm trying to avoid avoid feeling feeling or there's just sort of like a backlog and I'm just, I'm not wanting to like be still with it. So I just gave myself the note, like right before we started the podcast, I'm like, I need to slow down Mm -hmm. and like address the core of why I'm doing this. Like let go of the pivot from getting the things done to looking at where this compulsion is coming from because truth like we had this conversation for the podcast you were like can we do record the podcast today because like the uh, you know the rest of the week is kind of busy and i was like wow i am clinging so tightly to my to-do list that it is so painful for me to like be flexible mm. and that's how i know something something else is up um the other thing i wanted to say about like the circumstances it, there are so many unseen variables like that like that one being like maybe i just have backlog of feelings that i'm trying to avoid or 
you worked out and your testosterone. So yesterday we kind of had a little bickery moment. Well, that, that might be interesting to unpack, but yeah. Let's unpack it. But let, let me just say the unseen factors in that were I'm about to get my period and you worked out and your testosterone was like spiking. Not a great combo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's like if you were, if we were being observed by scientists like yeah. of another species yeah it'd be like observe what happens when you change the hormone levels yeah i know we talk about this ad nauseum but it is nauseistic <laughs> ad i <clears throat> hadn't lifted weights in a long time and I, I remember everybody knows that when i started lifting weights i was shocked that my testosterone seemed to quadruple from zero mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the time before but it went up a ton uh and I thought I had reached like an equilibrium with that, but then I didn't work out because I was traveling last week and then I was home today, uh, the other day and I worked out and like, as soon as I did, I was like coursing with the Joe Rogan-ness. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not even teasing Joe Rogan. I'm just saying like that kind of like, let's eat venison, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, uh, be bold and make crazy choices. I well, by crazy, I just mean like big bold choices. Yeah, and uh, clean lines and uh, no emotion. And mm-hmm. I'm not, let's leave Joe out of this. I'm just saying like, um, I don't want to talk to the babysitter. I uh, don't want to talk about even talk about feelings. Like I got real mm. in my mm-hmm. beautiful hard body. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. And. Um, <laughs> Yes. You, you t- say the thing about being empaths and the, the only thing that can go funky chunky with empaths, because you and I are both empaths. Yes. So Meaning we feel everything. <laughs> yeah, we feel everything. And I do feel like it's it's a shame because I'm just now really looking into being an empath. Like I'm re- meaning I'm reading the empath survival guide. And at this point, it's already like hack to be like, I'm an empath. So no, you know? I know. It, <laughs> but, it's, yes. It doesn't mean like, it doesn't just mean like, I'm a really empathetic person. No, it means I'm, you absorb it, the like, energy of others. Yeah. Like uh, empaths often, I think, <clears throat> come off as really like aloof or cold or flaky or something because we're like, I, I, I was just thinking I'm that taking on so much. My manager called me today. And he was throwing just just the recipe for disaster. He was, my manager's great, Dave. He was clearly caffeinated. I was reading a book. <laughs> and then in comes this energy. And it's not just like, oh, I guess that's on TV now. It's like bleeding into me. It's not, again, he didn't do anything wrong. But now he's asking all these questions and a lot of like, so if we want to do that, it's going to be less, 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 just like that, not mm-hmm. like short or or interrupty or rude, mm-hmm. but I I got real tight, and I could tell that Dave was noticing, and maybe thought I was in a bad mood, mm. and I really wanted to be like in that phone call, I wanted to be like I'm not in a bad mood, mm-hmm. I'm freaking out. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? So exactly yeah, that's what you're the saying, feeling. like. I can tell because he's really sweet and he's like, you know, we don't have to talk about it now. We can talk about it another time. And I'm like, no, you misunderstand. 
like this conversation, like for real, feels like being in a submarine and it, and it's filling with water. And like, mm. I'm just getting my head towards the ceiling <gasps> like that. And, mm-hmm. and every time I go like, okay, and I try to slow it down, mm-hmm. like the water level goes down a little bit, but that can be perceived as like, I'm high status and I'm mm. being, I'm imposing myself when really I just feel imposed upon because that's what it feels like to be an empath. Yes, that's <clears> right. <throat> and there's... um our our beautiful friends Genevieve and Chris gave us just this morning this like it's like this emotional I should look at what it exactly it's called but it's basically this it's emotional the spirals, yeah. Uh, yeah the spirals and the hierarchy mm-hmm. and so and the I, the concept is of like, like good feelings and bad feelings there's two like kind of tornadoes and like neutral yeah and it and the concept is really like if you are in like a bad feeling. Don't just try to go straight to a good feeling. You have to kind of climb the ladder. Mm. So ov- overwhelmed is the one right below frustration and anger. Mm. So it is like, it, it seems perceived as frustration and anger, but really it's it's overwhelmed, mm. co- like going up. And actually the frustration is sort of like the breaking up of the overwhelmed. Like it is a step above it. Oh, interesting. A step I closer. noticed that depression and boredom were right next to each other. Yeah, and contentment was right above boredom. Right. So it's like... So if you're bored, you're really close, close. to just kind of like... Ba- In fact... That's a, that's a good, that's a great little life hack is this, if you're bored, you're so close to contentment. It's really just like a perspective shift of like, instead of being like, nothing's happening. It's like, nothing's happening. Yeah. There's nothing, (laughs) instead of being like, there's nothing to do being like, there's There's nothing nothing to to do. do. Yeah. That's why like when kids are bored, adults, their parents are often like, are you kidding me? I would love 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 if there was nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, my, my first therapist in Brooklyn, I always used to say he saw children as well, and me. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was a pediatric psychologist. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> pediatric, and Aww, uh, thank you. And cute. he told me something that changed my life. He said, "When kids say they're bored, they mean they're depressed. That's often like a clue. Uh, like, uh, and that's that's the same for me. It's like mm. I'm bored. It's like really, it's yeah. the feeling of like when I slow down." And feel the sludge that I'm chained to. Mm-hmm. And it sort of slides up and catches up to me. Yeah. I hate it. I feel thick and trapped and dumb. And it, and it's it's hard to say that. So you just say, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing with the empaths being married, she says in the, in the empath survival guide, she's like, I get asked all the time if two empaths can be married. And she's like, of course, there's there's so many benefits to two empaths being together because they understand each other's needs and they understand the like, like even in this podcast, and I was like, oh, yeah. you thought I you were laughing at me, but really, oh, my hands have warmed up, haven't they? Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I'll take it. Kind of a human level now. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> you're so good. Last night, I feel like you said something about sex, like a joke. Mm. about frequency of sex Hmm. and then you predicted and this is what's funny sometimes that hypersensitivity is wasted Mm. but it's not wasted on on that's right like you and i speak the same language so if you i forget what it was but you made some joke about i think i said like i i said something like 
that it's like been too long, but like in like a almost like a flirty way or something. Almost I can't as remember. a character or something. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Well, when you it's been this long since you've had sex, and yeah. then your face. I mean, as if it was printed on clean, bright Hewlett Packard brand paper. <laughs> like it was the most obvious. You know, like when Shane goes on DMT and he's like, "Things talk to you, but it's it's visual." <laughs> but he's like, "You absolutely know what this mass of cubes is saying to you." So cool. That's how I felt looking at your face. A hundred percent. I was mm-hmm. just like, in a wiggle of your eyebrow and like this weird half smile, but then also this like reaching out. <laughs> check-in face that was at <laughs> real estate like barbara cochran um i knew you were saying that was just a joke i'm not saying we don't have sex enough and and i was like i you really appreciate saying- that I, I just <laughs> jumped to like i really appreciate that yeah i knew you were joking like yeah. no communication yeah no r- words no words but pure communication yeah welcome to a world of pure communication <laughs> <laughs> won't you oh my god see? i just like, got a flash of like a professor of, in like <clears throat> communication 101 coming in us oh Willy wonka and singing that song the world of your communication <laughs> and one kid in the front row just closes his book and slinks out the emergency exit and he'd be right to do it <laughs> he would be that's the madman okay when we um, let's go to the mid rolls because we're, we're almost we're at the halfway great we'll go to the middies and then and I'll then finish I, the point about the empath thing. Oh no! Finish the point about the empath. Then we'll go to the middies, and then we'll we'll talk about the little, the little. I don't know what you call it. Whatever what it is, would... it's as close as you and I come to fighting. I know. Grab your puke buckets. We right. don't fight. <laughs> we are the rich couple on season two of White Lotus. <laughs> no, Jk, I can't. Jk, Jk. But they don't fight, and people don't get it. Yeah. We don't fight. But you guys do get it. You listen to us every week, so you get it. Yeah, because we'll also we're, what's being revealed about that couple is they don't fight, but then remember she like passive-aggressively punishes him. Yeah, that's yeah, not the same. That's not us. Um, Ain't no us but us. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, so the empath thing is that there's all these benefits, and then the the one downside is that occasionally you'll be overwhelmed at the same time, and yeah. then that's really tough. Yes. Because really the only thing to do is be like, oh, we both need to go take care of ourselves. And when you have a kid, that that can't really happen. You can at best take turns. (laughs) Precisa mundo. In fact, that is a big part, a little, 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 little tease of where it's going. Mm -hmm. What I've been discovering as a grown-up is that there just are times when you can't judo it yeah and the only the most reasonable thing to do is to allow it and and just say let's just not act on it for a minute yeah or two minutes That's if you're right. if you're lucky but we'll get into the rage that i screamed i'm just kidding <laughs> i burped um here's a burp did you burp no but i have one in the waiting it's in the waiting room reading a magazine. <laughs> yeah, Bel- highlights. Belch monthly. Oh, highlights. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll be back in literally two minutos. 
Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This show, this episode is brought to us by our friends at Mizzen and Main. Look, I changed. I threw on my Mizzen and Main dress shirt, which I absolutely love. I don't know if you know this. I'm not a huge fashion person, but of course I want to look good and I want to be comfortable and I don't want to devote my entire life <laughs> to the pursuit of finding these things. So luckily I found Mizzen and Main, which ticks all of those boxes. When I am touring, I want to be, uh, first of all, I want to pack as little as possible so I can ideally just go with a carry-on. So I often am wearing what I'm going to wear on stage on the plane. The problem with that is dress shirts are usually stiff, hard, unforgiving, and uncomfortable, but you got to wear it on the plane, and it, it just doesn't feel right. Mizzen and Maine has entered to save me from this problem. It's comfortable enough to wear on a plane and looks good enough to wear in front of hundreds of people when I'm performing, which is incredible. I'm tired of my old stiff dress shirts. I want to look good on camera. I want to look good on stage, and I am a huge, huge fan of Mizzen and Maine. You got to check them out. They are the inventors of the performance fabric dress shirt. Mizzen and Maine combines the comfort and flexibility of your favorite athletic wear with the fit and style of a custom dress shirt, which means it's lightweight, it's breathable, and it's moisture wicking, which frankly, when I'm on stage, that's super important. Mizzen and Maine's clothes will have you looking great. Basically, they make really comfortable dress shirts that you need to try to believe. The first time I tried it on, I had never put on a shirt like this that felt this good and looked this good. I can tell you firsthand that Mizzen and Main's dress shirts are actually the best dress shirts that I have ever worn. Probably the best part is that they are machine washable. That means no more expensive trips to the dry cleaner. Plus, for the cold weather, they've got amazing flannels, pants, sweaters, and jackets made from that same Mizzen and Main material that they are now famous for. And if somebody, uh, if somehow, after all this, you're still not a believer, they've got over 30,000 five-star reviews, so you know they're making a great product. So, when I was in Chicago, flying there, going on stage, wearing a nice shirt, looking good, being comfortable, Mizzen and Maine literally has me covered. So if you wear dress shirts and don't wear Mizzen and Maine, let me tell you, you're making a huge mistake. I have a bunch of their shirts, I have a bunch of their pants, Mizzen and Maine is my go-to dress shirt. It's always such an inconvenience to go to the dry cleaner. I absolutely hate it. My clothes end up staying there sometimes for weeks because I can't find the time to go back. So the fact that these are machine washable are amazing. In and of itself, that is enough, but comfortable and look great. So if you want the best cold weather clothing this holiday season, check out Mizzen and Maine. It's a great gift or a gift to give yourself. Right now, if you go to Mizzen and Main, M-I-Z-Z-E-N, a-N-D-M-A-I-N.com and use promo code WEIRD, you'll receive $25 off any regular price order of $130 or more, which means that's like $25 off when you go to MizzenAndMain.com and use promo code WEIRD, M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D-M-A-I-N.com and use promo code WEIRD. Do yourself a favor. This show, You Made It Weird, is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys know that I am a huge fan of talk therapy. It's absolutely transformed my life and changed it for the better. I often have wished, in, especially in my 20s and 30s, that I wish that life came with a user manual. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't come with a manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. I remember I first started going to therapy here in Los Angeles because I was going through a breakup and I just needed help. I needed guidance. I couldn't process it on my own and that 
totally helped and changed my life because I needed to get out of that relationship. Navigating any of life's challenges, not just breakups, can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, uh, love life, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour for the complex engine called you. And BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it's 100% online. It is incredible to help with self-empowerment, dealing with trauma, dealing with uncopable feel uncopable is that a word? feelings or in my case decisions that you need to make big life changes. Having someone to talk to about it is way more effective than the sum of its parts. Meaning talking to someone just seems like just talking to somebody, just spinning your wheels. It's absolutely not. You need another person there. You need a trained person there. Somebody who can listen and guide you gently through the biggest moments of your life. So as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched, as I said, 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, easy. You can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. Couldn't be simpler and removes any awkwardness. That, and speaking of awkwardness, no waiting rooms, no traffic, and no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash weirdo. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weirdo. Do yourself a favor, give yourself the love and support you need, and show your support of the show. We're back. By the way, Mizzen and Maine, this is not the ad. Mizzen and Maine. You just heard an ad for Mizzen and Maine, as Conan says it. <clears throat> yeah. Fucking love them. Oh. That was is, the shirt was I wore on shirt? our date. Okay, that shirt played a role. Can I give my perspective and then I you can- I would love it. You... A world of your communication. <laughs> I think that is like a good, like, it's a good idea for a movie. It's probably been done. But like you give- you like watch my movie of the interactions of last night and then you watch your movie of it from your perspective. Yeah. It's uh, it's been it's been done not so much that it's like how do you not know that but that's what the last duel is. Oh right, the last duel. Didn't we watch it? Yeah, we did. I, that's why you I was like Adam, I have a Adam sense driver get done. hung by the feet and you see his ding dong flop. I hate that that's what I go to why when I think I about it. Why do I that part? Maybe I didn't see the end. You know, as an artist, I'm like, that's really bold. Good for you. Because you're dead. You got dead ding-dong. Dead ding-dong. You can't fluff a dead ding-dong. No. But he doesn't need it. He probably doesn't need, need it. I don't think so. He's got that B-D-E. Yeah. Mm. He sure does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a nice moment. And yeah. let's move on. Yeah. No, I... Um, He's one of the... I, I mean, I don't think you would care that we just said that, but he's great. He's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, so I, I, Caramba. <laughs> I Caramba, this was quite a day. No, I was having a great day. We, I, I actually, I went to LA to teach my dance class and I was on the drive home. I called you and we were both feeling incredible. We were and like, I'm having the best day. And I was like, I'm having the best day. Ugh. It's amazing. And then I had like an hour and 15 more of the drive to do, which mm -hmm. I don't really mind, but it's all sort of building from there, you know? So I, I drive for a little bit longer and then I went straight from driving to picking Leela up 
And then when I pick that's really the the beginning of the pickle right there. Yeah. We really need to avoid now we're just talking, but we really (laughs) need to avoid that. Anytime someone's coming back from LA and going right into parent mode, it's so tough. You need a 30 minute threshold. Yeah. You need to be like cleansed with holy salts and smoke. Yeah, you really do. Like the, and that is an empath thing too, is that like being on the freeway yeah. is so intense for Remember us. Remember when I took, I, we've talked about it before, but two things. One, the threshold of a home. Some people call it the mudroom. Mm-hmm. But that that was, I believe, I don't think, I don't know it was Frank Lloyd Wright, but Frank Lloyd Wright does a lot of great thresholds. It's the, it's the place. It's mm-hmm. the place where the person who's worked all day drops their briefcase and their coat. Like, don't bring it in the house. But it's yeah. a little airlock yeah. for you to drop it off psychologically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super, super important. Yeah. What was the other thing I was going to say? What were you saying? Uh, like parenting, not parenting. You can't oh, jump the right in. The highway is hard for Oh, us. when I took a small amount of uh, right. a, a microdose of a hallucinogen and, and we were in the car. You were driving, obviously. You yeah. weren't on anything. And I was shocked at how tense your body is mm-hmm. not even tense alert and responding it is and and this is true by the way i would say of everybody meaning if we hooked your body up to sensitive enough instruments in my case the instrument was me enhanced by a drug that in, enhances perception mm-hmm. so i noticed it wasn't fear it wasn't like that car's gonna hit us like a typical drug experience yeah. it was just like a car would like move to the lane next to us and my whole like side of my stomach would be like, I'm aware of that. And like, we are shutting out so much. Yeah. And empaths notice, but I'm going to say everybody does. Yeah. Like my dad, I don't think is an empath, but he comes home having been on the highway or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, that's what we're medicating. We're medicating with Food, weed, entertainment. Right. Our nervous systems are not meant for this modern world. (laughs) No, that's exactly right. Yeah. In fact, whenever I read ancient spiritual texts, I'm like, they didn't know I was going to read this on an airplane. Yeah. Reading the Tao Te Ching in the sky. I know. Like, this isn't, like, we're dealing with so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also less. Nobody's like, (laughs) no dead bodies in the street. That's another unseen reason why we might feel tense is we just traveled. And my acupuncturist, who's becoming quite one of, like, kind of one of my teachers. He's a recurring character in this podcast now. (laughs) Yeah. He was saying that it takes, like, it takes a week, basically, to fully recover from (laughs) traveling, like, in your body. Well, that's true. I'll never recover. (laughs) Well. Not this month. Just in this this phase, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so... I go to pick Leela up, which sometimes is the best experience. And sometimes she just has like full meltdown. And it was this sort of chain reaction where her, she was having a good time. And then she's such a, she's also, I think an empath, her friends started like having meltdowns and then she started having a meltdown. And then I had sort of an awkward interaction in like while Leela was sort of crying, I had an awkward interaction with a mom whose kid Leela scratched in the eye for taking his marker. And I was apologizing for taking her marker. The boy took her marker and Leela 
Like slashed. Yeah, slashed like a cat at his eye. And I was like, I wanted to apologize for that. And she was like, oh, that was Leela? Like she didn't know. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Funny and then Leela started fully melting down. So then we didn't get to finish Not the conversation. what happened, but that you were apologizing and she didn't, she didn't know, know. And I could have gotten away with her not knowing. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're being fully honest, that you kind of were in sort of like a, a more nebulous, there wouldn't be a grudge. And now you're introducing the potential of, of a, a grudge. grudge. Yeah. yeah. And, and Leela also in that moment just does not look good. Like I'm like, my kid wounded your kid. That's this, this one that's screaming right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, and I'm like, she's going to think Leela's a shitty kid. Yes. And anyway, which is so silly, but it's all sort of building. So then I finally get Leela in the car. She's still crying. And then I get home and that's when I'm like, okay, the babysitter's coming in an hour she usually does our dishes for us, like, cause we usually only have a few in the sink and I'm like, and the sink is just like gnarled with dishes. I'm going to feel bad if she does the dishes, but it's all just that I'm anxious. And so, and the way that that comes out for me is a rigidity specifically about the house. I don't want to say that your dish doing desire mm-hmm. <laughs> is invalid entirely, but I love that you're what you're saying is now no longer a story about two people and the stresses of a parent in a relationship. It's just applicable to all people. Mm. Meaning you were stressed for reasons that you had been ignoring. Meaning you didn't have the luxury of attending to them. Mm -hmm. The car, the drive, which was the second time you had made a 90 minute drive that day. Mm -hmm. You were also probably socially exhausted. You saw a friend taught Mm -hmm. a dance class, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Then you went right, no threshold. Mm-hmm. You went right into the fire, yeah. picked up Leela. It was a hard one. You have an embarrassing moment. Embarrassment is I know. the warhead's candy of feelings. It's <laughs> it really like is. really just undeniable. Yeah. And I think it's at play so often. As mm-hmm. often as we're saying happy and sad, I feel like we should be saying when we're embarrassed. Because it's, it's always like... <laughs> you just overlook it. <laughs> yeah. So you were embarrassed and like felt also probably protective of Lee. I'm not going to um, tell my whole story because mm-hmm. it's not as good. But this is the time that I, the reason I asked you to pick up Leela was because I had been going from thing to thing to thing to thing, which means I was in my my Larry the Cable Guy. I was in the mm-hmm. Gitter Den. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Mind. I yeah. was just ticking boxes. Yeah. Which in my opinion... Women have masculine energy too. I'm just saying, can feel very masculine. I'm snapping into Slim Jims. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Really trying to like, like what I feel like my agents are doing all day, not mm-hmm. just for me, but for all their clients. They're just dialing phones and sell and buy and all that sort of stuff. That's so important to note because, because in my, I didn't even realize this was a piece of it for me, but from my perspective, you know, I was gone all day, so I didn't see you getting all of your stuff done like that. I didn't know you were in that mode. Yeah. I call you, you're in a great mood, you're having a great day, and then you asked me to get Lee, I think, so you could exercise in sauna. Right. And so I did, I mean, and I was happy to. And then I got home and you were, this is, this comes back later, you were in your new mezzanine main shirt. Hilarious. Like, adorably dressed nice for well, our date. Because, you know, I am a mood dresser mm-hmm. and I was like, why am I only dressing up to be on stage? I'm going to throw on a I, dress shirt. 
And I saw you and it was very, it was like in the chaos, it was this really sweet little moment where I saw you already all dressed up for our date. Because we decided because I was having a good day and because I had booked a job, we were going to go on a date and our babysitter was was available and we were, so like, this is what I mean. A great day was just being given a great ending. Yeah. So what is this? There's more at play. There's more at play than Um, what you did in a day. Yeah. That's what I've always say. (laughs) Well, and circumstances are rarely. That's what I mean. Cause of feelings. It's it's all the stuff that's happening under the surface. So, so then I come home, Leela's being really clingy and whiny and I'm being really rigid and I'm like, I have to get this house clean in an hour and I have to get ready. And Leela just wants me to like hold her and And you've already said this is the manifestation of all of these feelings. Exactly. Meaning you're not usually that rigid, uh, but you're not even like that bent on the house. In fact, you could gauge your, like in this case, my Uh mental health could be gauged on the fact that I put on a dress shirt. That's me mm-hmm. saying, I feel so good. I had extra mental energy to consider what I'm going to wear. Like that's that's a little message. Yeah. You couldn't overlook the dishes in the sink and there were a, a fuck ton of dishes. Unfortunately, after your experience, my, again, I'm not going to belabor this, but like I had just worked out and I was really coursing mm-hmm. with ah, the pump and I really felt... Uh, a lot of energy mm-hmm. and a lot of like black and white masculine brain. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to do the dishes. And when I loaded the thought, Val wants me to do the dishes. Well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No. Well, say that part after, cause I do want to know. Um, yeah, I, so in my world, I'm like, the dishes have to be done. That's a non-negotiable. The dishes are done, man. <laughs> Like, it's so silly, but I had decided on that, and that's true. The dishes have to be done before the babysitter gets here. That became your linchpin. It was like, everything's falling apart, but if the dishes dishes are are done, done, we'll be okay. It'll be okay. Exactly. And... And so then Leela, you're, you sit down and you're like sitting with Leela. And then I go, I, I, my pain does this so quickly. It goes just like you have your pain stories about like, that, you know, are not true. Yes. Mine is like, I'm the only one that, that does, that cleans, which just isn't true. And I know that it isn't true. Yes. But. I think it was, it was basically true for my parents. And so I get so worried that I'm like perpetuating their dynamic. Yes. So then Leela, and I'm not consciously thinking that that's just like the, my pain is. I couldn't understand that. more. I know you when do. my Thank untrue you. pain feeling, I'm the only one who supports this family, Yeah. which is not true. Yeah. Meaning my ability to support the family is infused with your love like that is part of the why the balance of my life Mm -hmm. is in direct proportion to how much you can do yeah you know that that's true for everybody so like that's also not true but that isolating thought i'm alone both Mm -hmm. of them are just i'm alone yeah exactly i'm alone and nobody cares about what i care about nobody understands what i care that's exactly and if i didn't do what i what I'm the only one who cares about does Mm -hmm. the whole fucking thing would fall apart and nobody's appreciating that. That's exactly it. It's a real like, yeah, it's a real devilish tale. You tell yourself. It's devilish. And (laughs) sorry, one mention of A Course in Miracles, they would say, by the way, this is not just The Course in Miracles, but like 
a lot of spiritual tr- traditions would say, you want to be angry. Yeah, you want to be right. You want to be because re- what do we call it? Nasty, delicious. It's yeah. nasty, delicious. It's it's junk food, yeah. but you thrive on it. Like I've yeah. been noticing, like how much I love being wronged, and the more I'm in the right, mm-hmm. like I, I mentioned the the reps that weren't getting back to me about the booking that I was trying to get somebody to do, and I I, I caught myself. It wasn't when I was doing the dishes that time, but I was doing the dishes another time, mm-hmm. almost talking to myself going like, because they weren't replying to me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to reply like, don't worry, I'm sure I'll run into him sooner or later. And I can't wait to tell him how responsive his representatives are, you know, like, yeah. but, but thanks for your interest. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. never would do it. Mm-hmm. That's not even the full spectrum of how I feel about it. I, I can have understanding. Yeah. I can understand that they're busy or, or they're waiting for an answer, all that sort of stuff. But that goes out the window and you just lick the bloody knife and go like, I'm the motherfucker here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the motherfucker here. You know what I mean? Yes. And you love it. You're actually you like, love it. not only happy, but you are so real mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or another way to put it would be alive. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no doubt that you are the lead of your movie when you're angry. That's right. That's right. Totally. That's so well put. Oh, we're not recording. you're so good you still laugh like it's our first date i liked that what did you say on the drive to the uh it was the uh i can't remember remember when we were leaving coffee and heading home and you said today yeah that made me laugh really hard um my brain is gone it was something about like you've had it with me but like oh I think you just really laughed. I went, I you, I smell like shit. Yeah. And you just laughed really hard you know, and I smell like shit. Maybe. Or no, it was how you said it. You yeah. said it in like a voice I've never heard you yeah, say yeah. before. I smell like shit. Okay. So where are we? Oh, so yes. I'm so coursing I'm with testosterone. testosterone and, and, and Leela. Feeling unappreciated. And Leela. And this is, this is it. This is what's, this is, we always, I feel like we always, you're always f- talking about the things that you think make you hard to be with sometimes, which I don't agree with. I mean, they're easy on me, but here are mine. I'm a passive aggressive little bitch sometimes <laughs> and i can be a little cutting when i get like that and so leela leela was disagree. pushing you off of the couch and said remember she went go do your things yeah she didn't want me which, which by the way is a factor in this story yeah i i i acknowledge it and i don't have a strong reaction to it mm-hmm. but when leela is reject <laughs> rejecting me mm-hmm. let's just say it's noted it's noted <laughs> sure there it isn't like a good. there isn't like a it's yeah. just like i can hear the sharpie on the paper yeah like not wanted it's right next to it there's an asterisk and it says She's just a baby. Don't take it personally. It's okay. Yeah. But like when she's pushing you off going, go do your stuff. Yeah. Go do your things. "Mm." And you know, it's possible that this is also a reference like in Bluey, there's an episode where the mom is like, if you're like the kids are bored or something. And she's like, if you're looking for something to do, you can unload the dishwasher. And then like, again, the dad says something about like, 
I have an idea. And she's like, is it to unload the dishwasher? <laughs> like she's just trying yeah. to get anybody to do it right. to help her. And, um, so th- that was the feeling. And so Leela said, go do your things. And I was like, well, the dishes need doing, or you can do the dishes. How did I say it? Am I making it rosier? Oh no. I was just, if you saw me thinking, I was trying to think of how I felt. And oh, yeah. I talked to Chris this morning about this. Just you were sitting right next to me. It wasn't like a secret talk. Oh yeah. But I was like, it. I felt like I had a sword strapped to my back. Mm-hmm. A day of getting things done, the the workout, all that sort of stuff. I just was in my Conan the Barbarian yeah. feeling, as close as I get to that feeling. Yeah. And <clears throat> the the logic, or the I don't even want to say lack of logic. That's that's not even passive aggressive. That's just aggressive. Let's say my disagreement with the idea that you need to do the dishes before a babysitter comes over mm-hmm. broke my my Conan brain. Because yeah. I was like, I don't understand. And by the way, everything I'm about to say, I hate it. Mm. It's like when you're paying somebody to do something, mm. part of the money is to be like, please understand if the house is dirty. Like mm-hmm. that's... it's. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I, I get the world. Yeah. Like I understand the complex, the, this full circle of things. Meaning when you hire someone, they're still a person. They're mm-hmm. still your friend. And that is how I treat the people that work with us all always. Mm-hmm. But like, there's still a feel there's like a, it's, it is self-righteous. It is like that. It's like Don Draper. That's what the money is for. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, you shouldn't be stressed. By the way, I wasn't planning on her doing the dishes. I was just planning on doing the dishes later. Like yeah. like you said, the babysitter will do them if there's a couple. This was a big fuck off job. Yeah. But I had in that moment, I know, how did you make me do, how did you, how did you <laughs> communicate that you really wanted me to do them? Cause I did just start doing them. Right. So I said that like the dishes need to be done or whatever. And you... And I can't remember exactly <clears throat> what you said. You didn't say no, but you kind of were like, ah, like, like you, oh, you made didn't it. Didn't I say to... I've been get I've been doing stuff all damn day. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll say it. This is that's a, what you said. This is a glimpse in our relationship. I'll say it like as a bit. Yeah. I'll be like, I've been doing stuff all damn day. Yeah. You know, like because I can't just exactly say it, but that I am saying it. And this is me being nasty and <laughs> I'm was fully admitting nasty. it. Yeah. So, Facts. so that was it is I thought up until that moment, <laughs> I thought you were having a good, easy day. So I didn't even know you were doing stuff all damn day. Right, right. So, so when I asked that originally, I was like, he's easy breezy. He just got, you know, took a shower. He like exercised and sauna and took a shower and he's having a good day. And then. I asked you to do that, and then you sort of pushed back a little bit with like, I've I've been doing a lot today. I also want to add, my back was sore. I didn't want to stand. Yeah, and there's all things I don't know. I didn't know. And so, and then I said, well, I've been doing things all day too, and it's either you do it or I do it, (laughs) which is pretty And I was like, I remember when you said that, I was like, third option, no one does it. Yeah. You said they also don't need to Did be I say done. that? You did. Oh, I'm a stinker. I'm doing it. I'm and, saying it back. But I but when you said that, I was like, that I'm glad you said that because it snapped me out a little it started to snap me out a little bit. Because when you said that, I was like, I know that is true. <laughs> and for some reason I cannot 
feel that that's true. And I know for a lot of reasons, I, I'm yes. been told by the patriarchy by the that way, my worthiness is on the house that I keep, you know, like patriarchy. I don't know this guy, <laughs> but when we went to dinner, you know, him. <laughs> you know, him. he's up your butt and he's manipulating you like a puppet. <laughs> um, when we went to dinner just to relate, yeah, it happened that night. You're coming with me to San Francisco and oh, yeah. you and we're flying in that day mm-hmm. doing the show that night, like a few hours after we land. And you were like, I don't know how to say this, but like, I want to see my friend Kat while we're in San or Francisco. I said, I, this requires nothing of you because I think I know that. Yes, you know. I just know that it's hard on you because you're doing a job and it's not a vacation. It's not a vacation. It's and a, one I of can, the voices of my pain body is I want to go. This isn't a vacation for and me. Then I it have can, to be, I have to be mentally ready to do the show. I want to relax. I want to decompress I, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I know my side of it. Your side of it is I want to see my friend Kat. It, and, and it requires nothing of you. Like you right. don't have to do anything. And then I immediately go, and this is just to relate to the idea that I know that it is true that we could go to San Francisco and you could see your friend Kat. To me, it might as well be like I have um, a painting in front of me, but it's wet paint, mm-hmm. but it's a beautiful painting. Mm-hmm. Like like imagine paint where they're just squirting it out of the tube and they're layering it, and it's but it's a beautiful beach sunset. Yeah. It's like you put your hand on it and you smear the whole thing. Yeah. That is not true. Right. That is what it feels like. That is what... The, the painting smear is when I'm like, maybe it's not exactly right, but I'm saying there's irrational responses. Yeah. I go, I flare up in my codependency. I mm-hmm. thought you were coming with me. Mm-hmm. Just like full, full baby. Mm-hmm. Not full baby, because full baby would be, say baby things. Yeah. But inside I feel like I thought I was enough. I thought you mm-hmm. were coming with me to the trip. Now you're going to go, are you going to meet me at the show? Now, now you're texting me to get in. They, they don't have my name on the list. Or, mm-hmm. Where are the seats and people, all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm so, like, I can feel so fragile. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought we were Bonnie and Clyde. I thought we were doing this trip together. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, by the way, we, we totally resolved it. Yeah. Mostly by doing what we're doing right now, which is I'm saying like, which is a very valuable thing, I think, that I've learned how to say, which is like, I'm having an irrational response yeah i'm feeling overwhelmed and i'm embarrassed that i'm overwhelmed and i'm embarrassed by how badly Mm. i just i need i don't want to be a guy that needs to get to the hotel take a shower look at my set list do some breath work like i'll make sure i eat eat the right thing get to the show early relax Mm -hmm. and like seeing cat makes me go like like it just fucking fucks the whole fuck up yeah right and and it doesn't because as we've resolved it like it 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 does and we're it's like we'll see her at the show we can hang with her after we've figured all these other things after after the show is nothing yeah and but yeah and from my perspective i was like I'll just, we'll get there maybe at like 1030 and at some point I'll just sneak away for a coffee, you know. Um, Which you still can. Yeah. And by the way, Kat, or if anybody who knows Kat is listening to this, we did resolve it and we're happy to see That is exactly the point though. (laughs) I I actually will start bending the facts to support my hypothesis. I don't know what time we get into San Francisco. Yeah. I But I said, as if I did, because this is what it means to be possessed by your pain body. I go, we're going to get in like 3.30. We'll be at the hotel by like 4.30. Shows at 7. Like, when are we going to... I don't mm-hmm. even say it. That's stress, I don't think. No. But like I'm like a bad 
news program. I'm bending, I'm cherry picking facts. I'm actually creating facts yeah. to support. I'm, so that brings us back to you and the dishes, meaning when you're not in your right mind. Yeah. And it's uh, in a mild way, obviously not like real psychosis, but like yeah. you're overwhelmed and possessed. That's right. And I do want to note one more uh, other thing about it is funny that these two little arguments happened at the same night. Like we were really affected for sure. Um, that what was really significant about that second one, the San Francisco disagreement was that you did something really profound and important. And I can't even believe we didn't talk about it right after. No, we're not recording. (laughs) Edit all of this out, but you were really great (laughs) where you, you kind of had that, you know, like big overwhelmed reaction. And I, I like coward, which is, Oh my God, I hated it. Which is, I'm like, my parents are great, but that is their dynamic. A hundred percent. I saw you turning into your mom yeah, and you started saying like, forget it. And basically telling me everything that my pain body would want to hear. Yeah. And I, we did snap out of it and I was like, I hate this. Stop. Yeah. You did a really good, you said, (laughs) you said, I don't. I know I'm having big feelings, but I don't want that to take up all this space. I could really cry right now thinking mm. about it because that is, again, that is a learned dynamic of the example of marriage that I saw Yeah, was there's only room enough for one person's feelings. And so you like broke that pattern as it was happening. And I was falling into like, yeah, right, right, right. I, I, I totally fucked up by saying what I wanted. I'm really sorry. And yeah, I didn't, yeah. you know, and honestly that was my parents too. Yeah. It, it feels like my father to be like, we're going to get there at four o'clock. What are you going to, you know, but like, yeah. I don't even know if he would step it out that much. It would just come out as like something, yeah. Unpleasant. That's right. And it was really like a, it you ch- it changed the air. It meant a lot. And then it revealed a, a truer thing, which was you were saying, you, you know, you said like, I don't, my, my feelings are big, but they're not the only factor. Yeah. And, and, you know, you said something about like, which by I the don't way want is how I to... felt as a kid, no room for my feelings. Yeah. So I, I identified myself in you. I identified your mother in you. Yeah. I identified my father in me, mm. and I identified my child self in me. Yeah, there were a lot of it was like layers. A lot of, there are a lot of people in this <laughs> yeah, conversation were. that aren't us. There were, yeah. You know? And um, yeah, and so and then I it yeah it calmed me and recentered me enough to realize, oh wait, that's on me. Like you made me feel safe, so that helps. But that's not anything you have to do. I have to to be like, yes, there's room enough for your feelings and I can hold that. And there's room enough for my feelings and I can let you hold that. Mm. And it's something differently that I have to do like a a pattern that I have to break, Mm -hmm. but it helps that you deliberately made me feel safe to do that. Yeah. But honestly, it's also, it goes back to being matched. Like I knew what your face was saying Mm. and I know, I don't know. It's weird having those dynamics in our family, like mm. our parents, both sides of our parents, mm-hmm. actually seems like just kind of a pain in the ass, like, oh, our parents. But it ends up being this really nice thing yeah. that we can see 
This sounds passive aggressive. I really mean it. You can see one of the things you don't want. Maybe that is what they want. And maybe it's not even how it is. Maybe how we're interpreting it isn't how it is. Well, it certainly isn't only that. Like, I I think I could see, totally see my dad being like, just you tell me what you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's never just one clear thing, but it's, it is your, almost your child self interpretation of it, Yeah, which is always simpler than what the actual thing (laughs) is. You know, we have to run, but I, I, I'm rewatching Scandal Noted. Um, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to make light of Scandal Noted. I mean it when I say Scandal Noted. I know Kevin Spacey, flawed person. Uh, but I, I was rewatching it. And I am rewatching it. And that actually is informing my masculine. The whole show is just like deals, this, that, they, you think I'll crush you. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. It's part of what I, I'm like on the treadmill, just like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> stupid. But anyway, we had a nice moment over coffee today. Mm-hmm. That I was like, it's funny that it works. All of those things like Congress is a big Greco-Roman building. Mm-hmm. The White House, Greco-Roman, all the pillars, the white, the suits, the dark, big, huge, like a table that you're like, how did they even get this table in the room? Mm-hmm. It looks like a dream. It's like, it's the biggest, heaviest table. Yes. And I was like, and it's all to scare us. That was, mm-hmm. that was where I began. So when you go in front of Congress, you're scared mm-hmm. or you go, whatever, House of Representatives, the Senate, all that stuff looks imposing. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how it's funny that that works, but I, my beginning feeling was that that was sort of unfair. Like they're scaring you on a primal, like mammalarian level to mm-hmm. make you frightened. And then I was like, actually, it's sort of kind mm-hmm. because... It's not the people's court. It's not uh, the TSA or, 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 or some casual thing. It's you could go to jail like for a really long time. We're taking this seriously. We're taking it seriously. And even the environment is actually a clue to you to take it seriously. And I was like, yeah. that's actually kind of, I, I'm going to stick with my, my original conclusion. It's sort of kind. Yeah. I went from being like, it's that's civilized. fucked up that they're scaring us to being like, no, they're letting you know this is serious. So you're not surprised mm-hmm. when you get a jail sentence or don't get a jail sentence. Like, you yeah. know, the stakes because of the table. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's so interesting. I wonder what made you think of that. <laughs> what, what just talking sense? about the interpretations of things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I know that seemed out of nowhere, but we're saying we can't interpret your parents. But it might be kindness. It might not be fear. Oh, sure. Yeah, that makes that sense. Was, that was sort of worse, but it no. felt natural to me. No, I wasn't challenging no, I it. I was interested in what that was. Well, I know we have to go, but it, we have to end this okay. s- story, which there is more. It does continue, but I think this is a nice ending for it, is that I... I was overwhelmed. I was being a passive aggressive bitch. Stop it. <laughs> and so then I was We were both in like, our pain bodies. We were both in our pain bodies. You started doing the dishes. And I did a good job. I was shocked that I didn't cut myself. I know. Because I was doing them... Begrudgingly. <laughs> no, it wasn't even begrudgingly. I was doing them possessed. Yeah. I was possessed by pain. Yeah. And, I was, and that is not a good place to have wielding knives. No, but and I... I didn't, thankfully. I took a shower almost in a trance. Like I didn't even really remember giving the 
like <clears throat> making the decision I'm going to take a shower. It was almost like I woke up and I was in the shower, but it was like exactly what I needed because it was grounding. It was a little bit of me time. It was like a reset. Yeah. And in the shower, I went. Which like, is why I always shower when I come home. Oh, that makes That's sense. That's the threshold. That's what I should be doing when That's I That's why I'm always like, I got to jump, jump in water, get in the shower. Such a like good that. idea. So as I'm like going up the spiral of more positive emotions, I'm going from overwhelmed, frustrated to like a more neutral space. And then I am calming down. I'm regulating. And I just thought of your little shirt, the shirt that you put on for our date. And I just like melted and I went, oh my gosh, he put on a little shirt, a little blue collared shirt for our date. Hmm. And then I just busted in here and started bullying him. Yeah, it's when you're in your right mind. You started to get clear yeah. and you were like, wait, wait, what's that going wasn't on? my enemy. That's, that's my the best whole, friend. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't mean with us and I don't mean with relationships. I mean, the whole thing is to go like, wait, wait, looking back. Everything is either love or asking for it. Yeah. Asking for love or it is love. Yeah. And uh, that was me trying to give it sort of and, and get it for sure. Yeah. But then we did go on the date. We had the little, the other flare up, which I only mentioned because it was balancing to your sort of pain body yeah. possession and yeah. mine. And then the date was nice. And then we came back. I did the three point breath work, which I keep, what's it, Krista? Krista Rauschenberg, which some people have been reaching out to her yeah. for Akashic readings. That's so a great good. idea. Krista yeah. Rush Rauschenberg. Yeah, I hope I'm saying it right. Rauschenberg, maybe. I hope I'm saying that right, Krista. <laughs> and um, so the three point breath she taught us, which is the like I did that. Yeah. Always puts me in my body. Greatest relationship advice of however long we've been together. Yeah. Which is eight, nine, I don't know. Ten years. Ten years. Almost. The best, one of the best pieces of relationship advice is do that breath work as a couple. And at the end, you're so full of life. We've talked about this before. I did it. You came down. We had sex. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is what testosterone needs. Yeah. I know that's a cliche and it's one that I've always railed against. I've always been like, oh yeah, men are like this and they need sex. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm increasing testosterone, which is what all of those, uh, stereotypes it seems are based on Mm. i did like we needed to like connect in that way and as soon as we did i was Mm. like oh shit yeah like that was it that was what we were i just realized it is the other version of let your body work out what your mind can't yeah that's right and because when i told genevieve it was so funny that we had coffee with our friends chris and genevieve you were telling chris i hope it was at the same time because it sounds like you were telling Chris about last night and I was telling Genevieve like my version. Mm-hmm. And I said the thing about like, it gets tricky when we feel overwhelmed at the same time. And she was like, oh yeah. Do you just like hold on to each other and like collapse on the couch? And I was like, that's what we should do. That's a hundred percent what we should remember to do is just let that's our body overwhelmed. <laughs> Well, I think overwhelmed, like just like there's nothing to do. We're just like, it's all spinning and overwhelmed. We should like, yeah, we it's correct. Like we should just let our bodies 
just like hold and rest yeah, and well, stop talking. Yeah, that's what we should talking. do. Yes. But it would take a state of non-overwhelm to recognize that that's what you should do. That's right. Well, you you hope that in those moments you can kind of pause and be like, wait, let's stop wait. talking. And that's <laughs> and let's what let our body. And that's one of the great things is that. Out. Well, breath work brought me back into the thing, and then it's great that sex is like is candy mm. but it, again it's like congress it's like <laughs> it's like candy with nutritional it's value candy that you need like that you I, I i've said this before but like um the times i like when my my first wife left me i was like great i'll just masturbate all the time mm. i was like it's not the same <laughs> yeah i told you that i believe forgive me if I'm, I'm sure people know better than me but i was told by an acupuncturist that masturbation lowers your chi and sex increases it and chi just being energy life force that sort of thing and i was like it's interesting that even in that tradition of medicine which is older than ours uh it recognizes that it's not the same and that was exactly our experience yeah oh no brody was having little doggy running dreams you chasing bunnies in your dreams brody Oh, you'll do that? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm not doing it right, but I don't know. No, He will He will queen It rhymes scene with scene. I was thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Well, what time is it? It's probably really time to go. Yep, we got to go. Okay. Keep it. Motherfucking Christmas. I'm the motherfucker. Lick the lick the bloody knife. <laughs>